I've listened to a lot of podcasts, but uh, <laughs> I've uh, I've never been on one. I got to say, I'm a little nervous. I hope I don't sound stupid. Oh no! <laughs> no way! No way! I still worry about that. It'll, it'll always be there. <laughs> Thank you, Adrian. I needed that. <laughs> no, so that's that's great. So you guys actually are born out of the pandemic, huh? We we are we are yeah. we are we are definitely a pandemic baby. All right. Well, welcome everybody to episode nine of a great deal of Denim Heads podcast. Uh, my name is Aaron Kikola. You can find me on Instagram at the Double Cuff. Um, with us today, as always, uh, co-host Pablo Chavez. Hey guys, Pablo Chavez here. Um, you can find me uh, mainly on Instagram as Blues underscore ND underscore Bruise. Like I've mentioned before, I'm I'm on a lot of platforms now, just trying to spread out uh, our reach a little bit um, and feel my interest for this denim <laughs> community. So uh, yeah, I'm on Reddit, Telegram, Discord. Uh, yeah, pretty much everywhere now. And uh, with us here today is a very special guest, Nick Weisler from the new up and coming brand, uh, Weissmade. Thank you, Pablo. Uh, my name is uh, Nick Weisler and I am the, uh, the founder of WiseMade and you can find us, uh, at WiseMade, W-I-E-S-M-A-D-E. Hard for everyone to see it, but, uh, Nick is reporting from a, a denim cave. It kind of looks like from behind him. It is, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful sight. So, oh, yes. <laughs> um, yeah. So, and those of us who aren't kind of like me, new listeners, uh, really to kind of get the wheels moving. We, we do a little round robin of talking about what we're wearing. It, kind of just greases the conversation a little bit but uh so if we can i think that it's your turn pablo to go first that is accurate yes <laughs> <laughs> my turn so we'll just start off from top to bottom uh on top today i've got my cable knit indigo dyed beanie from studio dartison and uh glasses today i'm wearing my personal prescriptions um finally found them <laughs> Uh, and then moving down, I've got my uh, Sashiko jacket from RGT, uh, the Stell Cruiser jacket. Uh, wearing it again, still as awesome as ever. Now moving into probably like 52 days. And I think it's been, yeah, seven days since we <laughs> since we last recorded. So, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's back to back weeks. That's awesome. Um, and then underneath my Sashiko jacket, I've got a white and black flannel from Woolridge. Uh, I just thrifted uh, Poshmark. Um, like I said, I am getting rid of old things that I'm not wearing anymore so I can make space for new things. So, yeah, this is one of the pickups that was born out of that um <clears throat> been in the herd that's good it's good to do that every now and then i know right absolutely absolutely and this is a lot of the clothes that i had pre pre denim head era my denim head era so yeah moving down i've got uh my natural indigo uh maroon weft indigo invitational competition pair on these guys are just getting holier by the second <laughs> um i've noticed some more holes pop up so some more repairs are on the way. I'm waiting to break out that sewing machine. <laughs> but yeah, that'll be fun once I do. Um, and then just on my feet, I got some classic Vans today, black and white, high top. I had to go a little classic too on this one today with uh, with Nick. American classic, you know, nice. <laughs> that's that's nice. what I think of when you think of uh, American classics, especially in California. Yeah, and then, representing. Yep. So that's what I've got on today. Uh, I'll pass it on over to Aaron. Oh, sweet. Yeah, we'll save the best for last. Yes, um, exactly. We'll save Nick for last. So <clears throat> um, today, start with my glasses. I am just wearing just like standard penguin glasses. I just like the frames. They were kind of kind of look good on me. And then um, jacket wise, uh, definitely Red Lion Rally. It's a companion denim, modified type two, customized just with some specs that I wanted them to do. Um, 17 ounce on sanferized denim, um, beautiful, hairy, rich indigo, been, mm -hmm. been doing great. 
Um, underneath of that, I'm kind of like twins in a little bit with Pablo. It's hard, you yeah. know, you can't see it on the podcast, right, but the we're both wearing like a uh, Buffalo <laughs> check um, flannels because it's winter. And uh, but anyway, yeah. So this is Ironheart UHF. It's like uh, the turquoise block with the with the black, and it's actually a um, Ironheart forum score. <clears throat> I actually mm, met, um, yeah, met it on, met someone on the forum. They actually live local to here too, as well. Wow, that's and awesome. I scooped it up from them. We actually met in person and spent the day together. So big ups, Matt. Thanks for the the hookup on that one. Um, appreciate it. And then um, down below, wearing in the invitational pair. And yeah, Pablo, we're so close, man. With the holes popping up. Oh, no. I mean, this is this is like the last stretch, the last <laughs> month really or is. so to to finish this off. And uh, pure blue Japan uh, XX eighteen ounce zero one nine relaxed taper cut double indigo raw version on sand fries with the soak but they're, they're they're hanging in there too as well they're beautiful and so close and kind of kind of feeling a little bit of the denim fatigue i'm not sure if you're there too pablo where you're like itching to just try some new stuff on <laughs> i did i know i already swapped out a pair uh on friday just, yeah. just, just like cheat days are more exactly. frequent and everything yeah. <laughs> but um say the line because uh after you hit like day 300 obviously everything just breaks open and you know the, the phase becomes just like so much more pronounced at this point but mm-hmm. uh, we're almost there but i'm also barefoot so nothing on the feet it's mm-hmm. too early for that uh, and I got a heater blasting on my toes, so I don't have to worry about cold feet. So, <laughs> oh man, I need to take some notes from you. It feels great. But uh, cheers, pass it on to Nick. Uh, Nick, go ahead, man. Which uh, which is important today? Right on, guys. Thank you, Pablo. Thank you, Aaron. Um, so, uh, start up top. This is our Dahlia Mill Selvage Denim Ball Cap. Um, yeah, this piece. Uh, I love this thing. It's great at six in the morning when you uh, haven't taken a shower yet. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I like the selvage line. Well, the selvage line across the the back strap too, right? Yeah. Is that what yeah, I know? Yeah. This was hard to um, to do. We uh, we folded it over and then ran a stitch line across, and then uh, we actually use the embroidery helps hold the strap in on the backside. Oh, nice! Oh, clever clever yeah, yeah and you had the vent vent holes too in it right the vent holes yeah nice excellent yeah no this i'm excited to kind of beat this one up i had a couple old debits uh flannel caps and uh, i just wanted something that represented our brand and we had a a little bit of a overrun on our first sample run so we made a couple of these and my wife still actually stole the first one <laughs> she still <has. laughs> i was like well <laughs> all right you know I, you know if if that's any any indication maybe it's maybe it's worth doing a small production run of them so i actually i was really surprised like i thought this was one of those pieces that i was just kind of it was a passion piece we won't sell a lot of them you know but mm-hmm. do it anyway because they're cool and we've sold quite a few of them already actually we um I'm, I'm, i already reached out to vidalia bills i was like i might need another small <laughs> one in which is great. I, you know, it's, it's funny. I think when you launch something like this, it can be really scary. You know, it's like, well, you know, what are people going to think? What if we run along? What if we run a, a shorter inseam, you know, you know, are they going to sell? Are people going to think I'm crazy? So the hat was one of the good bets for us. Um, this is our, uh, bodega shawl collar. Um, so we developed, uh, this French Terry for this piece and we use it with our pullover as well. It's a super heavy 14 ounce ring spun cotton. It's a really tight diagonal knit has a lot of texture, super dense and heavy. It, it um, I would definitely call it a structured piece. Well, I'm, I'm into selvage denim, so I, I don't <laughs> like floppy, stretchy fabrics. I just that don't hold their shape. So we went a little overboard with this fabric. We kept breaking the knitting machine trying to <laughs> tension tight enough so that it would have enough structure on the front placket to, you know, to look sharp after, a, after wash and wear. Um, under that is just our classic Bellinas tee. Uh, it's a eight ounce, hundred percent cotton uh, Jersey knit and good on cold mornings for a t-shirt. <laughs> um Belt, we actually, uh, I make these in the shop. I, I'm going to get weird with you guys. Um, <laughs> the belt is off, you guys. The belt so, yeah. yeah, the belt's coming off. <laughs> Thanks, Max, man. Uh, so we do a, a 1.5, which is kind of standard width, and then a 1.75 with this giant, giant buckle. And Ooh, that's nice. Uh, wow. This is a uh, Latico leather. It's a beautiful leather. This is 
it's probably one of the first ones I made. So this is a couple of years old now, but um, just classic denim. You know, if, if I wanted a just a basic belt that was uh, simple and easy to wear with salvage denim. So we did a 1.75 and a 1.5 in the same Latico that we use for our patches as well. So I've got a little stamp and I oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, punch, punch the patches, stamp in the logo, and then am... Uh, starting to work with a local leather shop on strapping the leather because um the first ones weren't really that straight <laughs> so we've uh, cleaned up our game a little there for uh for you guys but um so yeah so that's our belt and then i'm wearing our sam slim raw indigo denim which is a mid-rise uh you'll notice with all of our upper blocks that we launched with they tend to have a little bit more room in the seat and thigh it's a nice clean taper uh, down to at 33, I think this is a 14 and a hair uh, leg opening. Um, and that's with our 14 ounce Vidalia Mills uh, salvage denim. Nice. Man, yeah. Head to toe in Wise Man. Epic. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, it. guys. Yeah, well, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I love all the pieces. All the pieces yeah. you guys have are just classic, right? Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of my goal was, you know, Pablo, I shared this with you when we first chatted. I have spent most of my career working in, in I started in, in small denim shops in San Francisco until I worked my way through college. Mm-hmm. And when I was graduating, I was running um, a couple stores. I was an area manager uh, for Lucky Brand Jeans. This is way, way, way back in the day when they were still a small West Coast based uh, denim shops. So I think I opened there like, ninth or tenth store and i really really wanted a little cafe racer i uh i've always wanted i, I you know i love uh, <laughs> the motorcycle yeah, yeah, I, love yeah, her. yeah I, okay. I wanted a ducati so bad and i was like yeah. i was like do i take this job they offered me like a at that point i think i was a store manager i was like traveling around helping out with stores that were opening up mm-hmm. and uh they wanted to give me a job as an area manager and i was like do i go like down the office career route or do I like, you know, and I, I grew up surfing up here in Northern California and, mm-hmm. and Hawaii uh, was going to be in the territory. And I was like, man, eh, <laughs> so um, and from that point forward, never look back. Although my wife always says I could never be in an office. I would drive everyone nuts. I can't sit still <laughs> like, of all trades and like fixing, oh, you know, things yeah, yeah, yeah. Around. like I have no interest in spreadsheets, like, mm-hmm. which is going to be the, you know, get me in trouble here. But um. <laughs> I, I couldn't I couldn't sit in an office so um so uh, I took the job and uh, got got the motorcycle and um, <laughs> nice. I never looked back so so most of my career as I worked for different brands was traveling around and as the years moved on like we would get free product at, you know these brands you know they want you to wear their product and it was awesome I was really grateful to never have to worry about clothes mm-hmm. but um, as the years went on like you know, I'd get on a plane and, you know, I'd see guys getting their sweatpants on and, you know, and, just, <laughs> and I, I had like an old workwear t-shirt and sometimes I would wear it under, you know, and if I had to wear a tie or something, it would still have like a, you know, seven or eight ounce workwear t-shirt tucked in. <laughs> you know, wow, bright, you know you'd yeah. see a little pop of gray instead of white under, you know, if, if I lose <laughs> the tie, but I was just a weird guy, you know, and I, I liked my crunchy t-shirts and my, and my raw denim. I'd get on the plane and like take off my stretchy jeans and put on like my raw denim. Whenever <laughs> I picked up a pair when I was traveling. And if that, sorry, if that's weird, I don't know what's I know. normal. Cause I love that. That's exactly what, just, what I'm all about too. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It, in a way it's maybe it's a psychological kink mm-hmm. or something, but I felt like I was putting on my armor. Like I always felt comfortable mm-hmm with my my jeans and I knew like no matter where I was if I had a flight delay or had to like turn around and and show up back at the office I could throw on a blazer I was good to go with you know good clean pair of raw denim Mm -hmm. if uh if I had to sleep on the floor of the airport if I was going out to the beach to go surfing and you know in the early days before Mm -hmm. family and kids you know I would just hop in my forerunner and drive out to the coast with my surfboard and just like no matter what I did and what or what I was doing whether I was wearing flip-flops and big old cuffs or wingtips and a and a blazer it's like all I needed was a good good pair of raw denim and that just kind of was my thing I I, you know I'll be honest I haven't been super involved in the community over Mm -hmm. the years as uh I found you guys I think more or less starting this brand through mm-hmm. social media, which I've never been all that active on. And like, 
the denim community is fucking awesome. You go, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, no. Like, it's like every time I run into someone in the community, like I'm amazed at how much interest there is in what we're doing. And, and like everyone seems just open and just good people. And yeah, it's just been a great experience kind of fumbling through and, and trying to figure this out. I, you know, I sent out a poll to a couple of my European denim bros last night, I was trying to figure out, should we open up shipping? Um, you know, it's kind of a tricky process and mm-hmm. we're still a small brand and just the, the thoughtful responses I got and just the interest was, was awesome. Like I just, I'm so grateful. I found this community. You guys are just great. It's just awesome group. Nice. Yeah, dude. Uh, to iterate on that a little bit, you were an old school denim head, like just you were denim all the way through and through and then found the community. Yeah, man, I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad you, you're getting positive responses. I mean, I'm not surprised, but. <laughs> yeah. Denim heads love a good origin story and you have definitely have like a solid origin story <laughs> for your entrance into the denim community. It's a bit of an OG, man. I would say, Nick. I'll take that. I, uh, <laughs> I remember I had some old pair of, uh, of Levi's and this is back when Tellison first popped up here in the San Francisco Bay area. And like, where was I at the time? I was working for some, like, what was I doing? I think I was working for like restoration hardware or something. I was running uh, like Northern California for them. But, like, as soon as I could get out of the meeting, I like blew down to San Francisco. I was like, there's this Tellison brand. They're bringing back. <laughs> I was so stoked. So I uh, call out to, to Pete and the guys over there. Like, I think that was the moment where it became formalized. Like, I didn't really know what it was or what I liked about these old jeans, but um, I'd have to pay homage to to my bros down the road. That was probably the start of my formal uh, denim head days. I'm thinking back to like what Pablo was saying, you know, you're talking about those, those pieces that you guys have, they feel like, um, <clears throat> like core pieces. Um, like they're, they're core pieces that almost every denim man has, you know, you got the hat, you have the shirt, the heavyweight shirt, the rice raw denim. So you have, you have the, the, the belt. Everything is just core pieces that a denim head needs. And they're just very well done. I actually had a, had a took a chance and I looked through you guys' newly launched website. I thought it was incredible. Uh, great branding and great marketing. I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed looking through the website, learning about the process that you guys have from beginning to end and how you walk through each one of those steps with American Made. Um, are you guys strictly like B2C as far as like business to consumer or do you guys also do B2B as well? That's a good, so first off, thank you, Aaron. I appreciate that. We, um, we don't have a branding budget or a photography budget. Michael, our photographer, is amazing. But Brant, like he doesn't do fashion. Like that's not his thing. He's He's got a studio up here in uh, in Petaluma. Uh, Alyssa, who models for us, and Nick. Alyssa's a nurse. Uh, Nick lives down the road. I was like, hey, you're tall and handsome. Come here. <laughs> 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 I mean... So when, when I say that was pieced together in a pretty scrappy way, it was. So, so thank you, Aaron. Yeah. It, I think from a brand perspective, it's hard because, you know, there's no way I have the uh, budget or means to put all of the vision, you know, together. But I'm mm-hmm. just lucky to have found some really good people that have helped out along the way. Um, to answer your question. So right now, we don't know. I mean, the short answer is I, I don't know. You know, I, my, my goal was to back to the uh, the airport analogy. If I'm going to launch this brand, it's going to be if I never could go to a store again or, or purchase anything else. What, what do I need? What is my everyday all day? And it's like great pair of jeans, awesome t-shirt, heavy, good cotton, you know, no polyester, no blended mess, just, you know, good high quality, natural fiber based, heavy t-shirt, pullover sweatshirt, shawl collar, and and some kind of trucker-ish jacket, which is our archer. And, and the ball cap, you know, came a little later. The belts, I started making myself here in the shop and, you know, tooling around with those. So Thank you for noticing. I mean, the assortment is is really based on if this is if this is all I ever were to wear again, um, that would be it. You know, we'll add things as as we can afford to and and, and grow. But um, as far as I can tell, working with some of the shops that we've spoken to, there's no one that really kind of focuses on just classic American denim. Like there's there's like the Japanese denim is amazing, and there's lots of brands that do a phenomenal job with it. And um, I, I'm not adding anything if I do that. They're, they're awesome. They do a great job. Um, but we didn't have that. So we, we kind of troubled ourselves to, to look at, you know, we're, we're going to lose the industry here completely. Um, right. 
And, yeah. and that's important to figure a way to kind of make that work. And I thought, well, you know, what's more classic American than, you know, just a really great knit line and, and denim. So, so that's why we built what we did uh, into the assortment. And if that's all we ever do, I'm fine with that. Like, that's great. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I, I still haven't answered your question, Aaron. Sorry. <laughs> that's okay. Keep yeah. feeding us this great information. You're fine. Yeah, yo. <laughs> so the, uh, the, um, the website, yeah, we, like I built it. I, I don't know anything about building websites. I just, you know, it was just kind of uh, fumbling around. I had a friend of mine. She helped me a little bit, but neither of us have built a website before. So no, we just made that one up as we went. But, um, you know, whether it's our selvage denim or even our regular denim that we do as well, which, you know, and the goal there was if I'm not wearing raw denim and I'm, and I'm throwing on a pair of jeans, what standard is that? And that fabric just didn't exist. So we had to develop it from scratch to get it up to the standard I wanted. And uh, the same with our, with our Jersey knit LA has phenomenal, like that's one of the, the areas where we do really still have some great production. Um, but no one was running like a fabric this heavy and, and knit this tight. So, so we had to develop that the French Terry we developed. And um, wow. so, so that took a couple of years, you know, and, and, yeah. you know, I think the pandemic, honestly, I think if these mills were busy, I think they would have told me to get lost. So I was kind of lucky that, <laughs> you know, early on, you know, there was an interest in working with this little brand out of Northern California. So we, and we really pushed it hard. Like we, we didn't just knit an eight ounce jersey and say, yep, that's awesome. It wasn't tight enough the first round. So we went again and tightened it up. We ended up working with a little bit thicker and heavier yarn and, and, and higher quality cotton. We do a lot of a ring spun yarn, which tends to be a little softer, which is nice, but also mm-hmm. more durable, which is important to, to me. Um, but uh, yeah, I still didn't answer your question. So yeah. <laughs> So we had to, yeah, that's where I was going. So we had a couple of years to like, we built the site. It was ugly, kind of tore it down, built it back up. It was still ugly, tore it down, built it back up. And we had, as time went on, we had kind of this cache of photography as we're building, you know, where, you know, I'm down working with my partner, Sergio, at our little cut and sew. And, you know, I'm taking pictures of them sewing. So you see these mix of photos on on the product shots, primarily. A lot of them are black and white because the quality of the photos aren't great, but um. You kind of get, that's literally the journey. If you see some of the lay down shots in the shop with all my leather tools, it's literally just right here on the, on the workbench in my, in my shop. So, so I think what, what the site does have, you know, where we're, you know, not huge, we are mighty and small. There's just a lot of, I think, layers of us building, you know, what, what it Mm -hmm. is, that is this wise made brand. And, And I think it has a degree of, um, I don't know. I hope, I hope people see it like just honest integrity, just, just, just kind of just working at it, just trying to get a little, little bit better, a little bit better, a little bit. So that's how this site evolved. So we're small. I, you know, I think, I think direct to consumer is the way to go. I've been talking to customers all day, every day as, as we've launched and trying to figure out fit, which is hard remote, but it's not impossible. And, um, you know, I've spent so much time in stores and in the field, like I, I could say, Pablo, stand up, turn around. Okay, I know which fit you are. <laughs> we're good. But, I uh, like it. Yeah, so, that's awesome. So we're actually, we're actually. I'll run this by you guys maybe after after we're done here. But we're yeah. working on a, on an app with this really cool little scrappy shop that's doing uh, app development uh, for oh, nice. for brands like ours. And I'm trying to figure out is there a way, or they already do this, but uh, we're trying to modify it for our site. Where if uh, Aaron, if you're shopping on the site or Pablo shopping on the site, and um, I'm here, or if any of us are here in the shop and we're at you know one of the computers, a little bubble will pop up and say, "Hey, talk to the Wisemade crew." And Aaron, you'd push a little button. And I would just show up on your screen and go, hey, buddy. And, <laughs> and you could ask, you know, hey, I'm looking at the jack. How does that fit versus the Sam fit? Or, you know, where is that? How is that denim going to wear over time? Or do you have any fade samples? Which I do, you know. So it, it, I think it would huh. be kind of a neat way to engage with our customers. So we're going to try wow. some stuff like that to, to get the direct-to-customer approach down mm-hmm. first. Um, and, and I think there's a lot of value in having that connection because I learn more that way. You know, I, I'm going to know if Aaron gets a pair of jeans, he's like, Oh, they're great, but the, they're too tapered or they're not tapered enough. Mm-hmm. It allows me to kind of work on, you know, get it right. And, and I think you guys, the community are the most important part always. Right. So if I have that connection and can get that feedback, it, it, it'll help us, you know, make the right decisions as, as we do our second and third production run. Um, 
I, you know, I would never stick my nose up at, at wholesale, but if the right opportunity is there, great. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, I, um, we'll get there. I don't know. <laughs> I think the short answer is, I don't know. I sure I would love <laughs> someone to be interested in us, but, um, but right now I'm loving, you know, spending the days talking to customers and people that are enthusiastic about what we're doing. And I'm learning a ton as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I, I think one thing I had to say to that was the the fact that you want to be so close and just in front of the consumer of the customer is great. And I feel like a lot of the other brands that also do this are amazing like the the community response is always so great on that type of interaction and i think it's what makes them great people gravitate towards that and i just think you're on the right track for sure yeah it's challenging with uh with with customers fit is fit is challenging i mean there's not going to be like the perfect fit for every individual we all have different preferences and different body types but specifically with some of the, the fits that I was noticing with your guys with the cuts and looking at the measurements, because that's always like the first thing that I look at is that that roomy top lock that you mentioned. And I feel, you know, that's sort of my struggles with a lot of the Japanese cuts is it's a little too tight in the thighs or a little too, <laughs> just a little bit tight in there, maybe just body types from Americans to Japanese. It's a little bit different, but you creating a, like a kind of that roomier top lock for like bigger thighs and, you know, like bigger waist and all. For me, it was like, okay, you get it. You are looking at us as, 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 a, as a demographic. So I, I appreciated that a lot. It's funny that I think I had some old vintage uh, Levi 501s. And I, I would say that if I had to like pick one fit throughout history that I could say, you know, 90% of guys for the most part will look good in, in a particular fit. It certainly would be the 501. So, mm-hmm. so I went through and found some old 501s and, and just said, okay, what would I change about them for me? And if I had, you know, two fits to work with, what would I do? So I think the pair I had, they were actually an old, like made and crafted. So they weren't, um, they weren't, mm. that particular pair wasn't that old. But um, what I found consistently over the years with 501s is that generally they were a little snug on my thighs. Bending over sometimes wasn't, you know, pleasurable for anyone behind me. And, um, but otherwise it was a pretty good fit. Sometimes I might have to size up a little bit, but if I did, then, you know, you kind of get, you, you lose some of the fit. Um, so what I did is, for our jack is I thought, let's bring the rise up a hair and pinch it in. So it gives you a little bit of room in that upper block, particularly if you're not wearing them super tight, relax a thigh a little bit. And then, and then I tailored up the back, you know, just, just to make it a little bit more flattering and pocket placement is really important and, and all of that. So we spent a little bit of time. I, I mean, I think that's, that's our attempt on the, on the jack and, mm-hmm. um, and a few nice. of the women's ones on the front side. Um, and then, and then if anything, the leg opening, maybe a hair wider, you know, cuff it up, wear them a little bit short, look, you know, with boots or in my case, often, you know, half cuff and a pair of flip-flops and an old t-shirt at the beach. Like, you know, so I, I know that's not always the visual representation of raw denim, but like you guys will see as we shoot more photography, like that's, that's often you'll see, you know, me behind a truck with my, pulling my board off, off the roof with, uh, you know, flip-flops and a, and a half cuff on a, on a pair of. <laughs> pretty well faded uh salvage jeans so nice so that was the vision for the jack is like can i wear them a little loose and with a big old chunky belt and a t-shirt and just be comfortable and still have a nice clean enough silhouette that they they don't look too sloppy and um and that's that's always a challenge it's like it's funny how fast that balance that's a thin it's line like, oh, it's way over here way the fuck over here it's nice yeah oh. <laughs> So, um, so that, you know, so that's, that's the, the Jack fit. And then Sam, and these both, both fits are named after my son. So Sam is my, my six-year-old and and he's a little bit more, we call him Hollywood. Like he's like put together. (laughs) I I just love that you did your kids' names for the fit. I love that. Every every name is Every name is a is a is a kid, a niece, a nephew. That's awesome. So, oh, um, that's so man, cool, man. It's, a, it's, like, it's like their personality. So yeah, ex- yeah, yeah. So Jacob, my son Jacob, he <laughs> is like he'll be a tight end or like he's just tough. He's you know he's beefy. He's just like bull in a china shop. Nothing bugs him. He'll just put his head down and bump <laughs> into things. Sometimes he just falls for fun off of counters. Like he's just a tough. A you bull know, in a like, china shop. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Oh. And that's Jack, right? Like your classic, like, 
you know, tough. no bullshit. Like, no bull- um, you know, exactly. just, just I'm a, I'm a, I'm a guy, I'm doing my thing. That's my kind of kid. That's, that's Jack. And then Sammy, my uh, six-year-old, he's very creative. He'll be a little more clean cut, put together. So for the same fit, took that same upper block, tightened it up and the hip to give it a little bit more of a straighter profile, a little bit out of the thigh, a little bit cleaner, and then, and then tapered it in about an inch. So we're at 33, I think we're at about 14 and a hair. Um, so it's just a cleaner, but it's not a like super slim, super tight fit. And it still has enough curve in the profile where a guy like me, who's, who's not like super straight up and down who has a little bit of thigh and butt can wear a, a slim fit. So I'd, I'd say it's somewhere in between a slim and an athletic fit. And those, those are the two fits that we started with for men. Talking about kind of like the weights of the denim, what was the choice to go with the 14? I'm just kind of curious. I mean, 14 ounce is pretty much like, it, it, I would say most of my old favorite vintage Levi's and, and where I always landed with raw denim is 14. It's just, it's not too thin. You know, I, I don't like much lighter than 14 in most cases, but you know, one of our goals here is, is, is not just to bring another pair of jeans to the denim community that has some great options, but also to bring in some new folks. And I think 14 ounces is right there where you feel that like it's a good weight. It works in almost every climate. It's not too much to break in. It's very wearable. And, and I, you know, I've got a lot of friends that are not part of this community that are very curious and, you know, seeing a couple of them get into raw denim has been, I think, one of the more rewarding things. And, and that's part of our goal. And yeah yeah it's like yeah i mean my buddy doug like he's like he's he is not he's definitely not one of us but he's becoming one it's really cool (laughs) my my poor wife my poor wife when i started this she um she said there is no way you're going to start this without like like she looked at me she's like we women get screwed like there's no like fabrics suck they're thin they're light they're she was showing me her t-shirts and and i knew this working in the industry and and I just, I always thought women just don't want heavy t-shirts and it's not the case. So, so I took a, we took a pretty big risk in running raw denim and 14 ounce denim and, and our regular and our, our selvage. We always will probably be 14 or heavier is, is my guess. I just don't like lightweight denim. It's not mm-hmm. my thing. I shouldn't say that. I mean, it, it, who knows what we'll do down the road, but um, I, my preference is, is heavier fabrics. And so 14 ounce when I thought, okay, if I'm bringing new people into the community or that's our goal. And, and that includes women. What what weight of fabric is a good one that I could probably run, you know, our small limited amount of silhouettes on? And 14 is just, just I think, the perfect weight. And I, I, I would like to do 16. <laughs> We're working with, uh, working on a little project on something mm-hmm. that's a little bit heavier. Okay. But, um, but uh, for the most part, our core line is going to be 14 ounce. And uh, there's a lot going on in this uh, time-lapse sequence. Tell us something, although it may be days... Are you planning on doing heavier denim? I know you did 14, you're talking about a 16, but like, do would you ever go higher? Yeah, I, if we if we do anything, it'll go, we'll go higher, not lower. Um, but, you know, it's... There's so much, uh, so much time and energy into developing the, mm-hmm. the initial fabrics that uh, I think we've got a really good core. So it'll, it, you know, we're, there's, I do have one, one project that, mm-hmm. um, that we're working on and we're going to have to wait a little bit on it, but um, it'll make sense to our brand. You guys, when I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll let you know. Oh. We're working on something pretty cool, but um, yeah, absolutely. I can't wait to see. There's some Easter eggs in there. If you look at our regular oh, denim, yeah. our non-selvage denim, there's, there are some proclivities this brand has toward weaving methods that are driven by practicality and durability. And I'll leave it at that. Nice. Um, Fantastic. Hint, hint, everybody pay attention. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, I, I like that example, Pablo, of like, you know, I got, I got my little brother in, in a pair. And, yeah. But what surprised, what surprised me the most is I was explaining to my wife and, uh, you know, she has to go into an office environment uh, during the week and uh, she would see me pulling in. We, we tested uh, all sorts of different fibers. We worked with uh, uh, hemp for a bit. We were testing to see if we could mm-hmm. get uh, hemp to work in, uh, in denim. So we really went down the rabbit hole on, on development. And, um, 
you know, she, you know, I'd pull out these starchy samples and (laughs) put them on and breaking them in. And she, you know, she's always kind of made fun of me with, you know, I'd be sitting in the car and be like, babe, look at, look at my whiskers. My face is good. (laughs) Like what the fuck is wrong with you? But, um, (laughs) bro, that's exact. That sounds like a scene out of my life. I swear I would do the same thing. Like, I'd just be sitting in the drive-through lane, uh, just staring at my jeans, just like rubbing it real nice and soft. And she's like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "Oh, just just look at the light. Oh, the indigo shine." And there's there's a period uh, that this pair. This is a a wash test that we have. Um, hey, um, and you know what? I love how 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 into it nick is getting right now he's he's yeah. like oh he just got excited his eyes lit up he's bringing out a this pair is of that, jeans. Um, what is that this is uh this is the jack yeah this was nice. an early sample in the vidalia stuff and you know like i'm not going to just grab a denim and, and run it if it's not like if i haven't faded it and worn it in a bit so these i was wearing when we were setting up the warehouse and it's like that's my little pocket knife that I don't, you know, I don't, I don't want to mm-hmm. scare, you know, parents when I'm dropping off the kids at school or anything, but uh, <laughs> you know, at the warehouse, I've always got a knife. Yeah. And, and I was really curious. I was like, you know, if you can kind of oh. see it starting to break a little bit on the, yeah. on the pocket yep. there. Yep. And, uh, oh, dude, what, what side is that? That's the right pocket. Oh, you're Same. a righty, huh? Yeah. I'm a righty. Yeah. I'm a lefty. I got, I got it set up right now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, there we go. And I'm a righty. I got yeah, it. Look too. At him, he's a righty. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So my wife thinks I'm nuts is the moral of that story. But, um, <laughs> you know, I, 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 I thought I was like, I'm going to run some raw denim and uh and babe i'd love you to try it and and she's like yeah i'll i'll give it a try so she had our sydney fit which is our higher rise about a 12 inch rise i would say a lot of the similar fit principles to to our jack would be like if i was to say the equivalent for women and and i thought there's no way like she's never worn raw denim god that would make my day you know that'd be so cool and uh <laughs> so i gave her a pair and she got them on and you know she you know, she kind of did the, you know, and, <laughs> and she wore them. She asked, I said, can you just wear them? I think that day she was working from home. And I said, can you just, just wear them? And, you know, and, and she knows the deal with raw denim. She's, you know, I'm like, she's married to me. So she knows, <laughs> knows what it's about. Mm-hmm. And I, I remember I caught her in the mirror one day and she's like, you know, these are really flattering. They kind of like, I was like, yeah, babe, like that stretch stuff is not like flattering for anybody, male or female. Um, you know, a little bit like a, like 1% sometimes can be really nice. Um, but like the, like the women, like a lot of the jeans is like 10 ounce with like 4% stretch. It's just like, mm-hmm. ah. and, um, if that, if even 10 ounces. Yeah. So she, she wore them and, and just quietly, I didn't say anything. Cause I know, you know, if I push, like she definitely like, we'll do the opposite. So I was like, I <laughs> love you. And, um, she wears that pair every day. Like she loves them. They look great on her. They've come to be one of her favorite pairs of jeans. And what's awesome. I, I, I love seeing this. She'll, she'll, she'll do a big coffee. We, we do a lot of photography like that. You'll see on Alyssa on the site, where it's just a big cough, pair of flats and a blazer. She's going to the office and they look great on her. And this is like just a normal office job. And She's wearing raw denim, man. That's so Yo, awesome. That's like if I got, awesome. If I got her, like, you know, and, and and they, you know, she's they've got some wear and tear, and they've softened up. They're just a pair of blue jeans now. But um, like seeing her go through that evolution, it like I know there's I know there's regular people out there that would be attracted to higher quality to salvage denim, and and I think it's just getting that message out. How do you? Do, it, it's very. It can be intimidating. Mm-hmm. I remember in the early days, you know, we got to put them in our freezer and things like that, and it's like if you want to chase people off, I think that's a good way to do it. <laughs> like, and nothing against, nothing against guys that are doing that. Like, it's all good, but like, mm-hmm. you don't have to, I think was the message I try to put out there is wear them, make them yours, do it your way. Like if you understand what they're going to do based on how you wear them, how you wash them, all of that, anyone can work with raw denim. I and mean, we've got two young kids where like, I can't be super persnickety about my 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 product it's like that's the whole point right like mm-hmm. i've got that fade mark where i'm always leaning over when my little guy was in a crib or whatever like that's what's awesome about raw mm-hmm. denim is it's going to tell your story where your pocket knife is in the warehouse mm-hmm. that season so um i don't know now i'm selling it i don't need to sell it to you guys but um <laughs> i think what i'm most excited about is is 
hopefully bringing just high quality American-made basics, uh, raw denim included, to people that, you know, I think in a lot of ways really haven't been spoken to in this weird, like fast fashion, cheap goods economy that we've, we've created for some reason. Yeah, strange. Really strange. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I was blown away by the women's line that, that you guys offered on your website. Honestly, I was like, whoa, this is... Um, I think it's about an even split men. So women's, I think you offer the same products across both genders. I mean, you just modified the cuts a little bit. Um, I been very fortunate with my partner. I, I was able to get her a pair of, the, of jeans that she really likes a pair of de- denim. I got them from, I'm not sure if you're familiar with Charles Miller brand. Um, they're just a husband wife duo, uh, doing some, doing some small cuts and stuff, but very similar. What it sounds like with your Jack, she can't, she basically came up to me as like, I kind of want to move away from the skinny jean look. And she's like, what options are, are there out there for women? And I was like, uh, I'm not sure. And I, I, you know, I had seen them and they were, they had offered like a, a slightly larger, um, you know, through the thighs and a little wider hem. And it, it's kind of a little more of a mature look to it. And she, she's, she wears them all the time and she loves them. So um, I'm going to be looking on your website for something for her too. So awesome. Yeah, I know my wife just started this journey too. Yeah. I'm not gonna say yeah. it too loud, but yeah, she's uh, she uh, she just started this journey. She she got a pair of like 14 ounce uh, denim online. Um, I didn't even know about it. They just showed up. I was like, whoa, what are these? And awesome. and, and uh, she's like, oh yeah, they're my they're my pants. And, uh, and I was like, yes, it's getting there. And now she's just trying to figure out her sizing a little bit. Yeah. yeah. What's interesting, and if there's one area we, we can do a better job on our on our site and our photography is telling the story that it doesn't have to be like sloppy. Like I like the elevated look with with denim. And we, you'll see more of that as we get a better, better cache of photography. But, you know, I, I jokingly say the shawl collar is like it's a hoodie for grownups. And, um, <laughs> you know, like how, how I like do you- that. How do you style denim in a way that, you know, looks like you care and want to pull it together a little bit? And I think that's kind of been fun of going through the journey of working with my wife on the women's side as well. And what's been interesting is like, you can always, you know, size up and throw a t-shirt on and and flip-flops, which is, you know, where you'll find me, you know, a lot. Mm -hmm. But um, I think one area that we want to speak to a little bit with raw denim is if you're working and, you know, if you're going into the office and you got to dress it up a bit, like, it is a really sharp look and can be and should be uh, represented a little bit better. Um, and, and that to me kind of highlights the versatility, you know, back to the, the airplane. And in my mind, what, what is it if I only had one pair of jeans? And it's like great fitting raw denim and a good silhouette for your body. Like literally you don't need anything else. You can put it on with a blazer and look great and appropriate in an office setting. And you can, you know, take the belt off and cuff them up and throw them flip-flops and a t-shirt mm-hmm. and you look great. And that versatility, I think, is, you know, oh, that's something that's important to me where that, like, I've heard, um, I forgot who used to say this. I saw it on a t-shirt maybe somewhere, but it was like, buy less, buy better or something along those lines. And, and you know, in my mind, it's the opposite of where our economy is right now, where it's like, just buy lots of cheap shit and like, it's so wasteful. And so it's like, if I had one silhouette or one style for the bottom block, what is it? Almost like raw denim, you know, maybe two sizes, you know, size up and a size down um, and you're good to go. You know, and a great t-shirt can be styled up or down and, a you know, knitwear, same thing. And it fits really important in terms of how you pull it together. But um yeah, so I, I, I again got us way off track, you guys, but um, you know, I, I like that. I think you touched on it, Aaron, where if you look on our site, like the assortment's pretty tight. And I think the one bit we're probably missing is like if we were to elevate a pair of jeans a little bit in, in a little slightly more formal setting, how would you do that? So we're working on that right now. I'm kind of excited about this this sample that we're hopefully gonna be done with this weekend. I want to hear about Vidalia Mills. I'd, I'd love to hear about your connection with them. I also want to hear about the ocean wash rinse that you guys have and how you guys do that. Um, that's always kind of curious to me. I think those are really good questions. So let me 
let me touch on those and then you guys just hit me until until i probably get the the page from okay <laughs> but uh <laughs> yeah the connection to vidalia when we started this we were developing fabrics i and uh, we had a couple uh, Japanese mills that we were looking at as well. So I didn't know exactly how we were going to pull this together. I didn't know that we had really even had an option with Vidalia Mills. And um, I got a call. I was a former boss of mine, actually. His, his name's Aaron as well. Great guy. He uh, He's actually living in Japan right now. And um, he saw some posts that I had put up um, with some samples. And, you know, I was just messing around with natural fiber and trying to figure out, like, can we get fabrics built even and he had mentioned have i talked to vidalia mills i was like vidalia what what who's that (laughs) and he had explained what was going on and it's like like literally like a hole opened in the ceiling and light came down on me i was like (laughs) well that's of course that's what i'm gonna do you know and i had uh I've been working with Mount Vernon up in Georgia on our regular denim. So I didn't know I could do what I'm doing now. Like, I didn't know that was even an option. That's why it's really important to me to really focus. Like I had thought we had just lost it forever. I, you know, when mm-hmm. shut down. So, um, and I know a couple of comb guys here in the Bay area that are awesome guys. And, you know, they've, you know, they've certainly helped me quite a bit on, on guiding me through fabrics and construction methods and, you know, where to go and who to talk to and all of that, which is awesome. And uh, anyway, so it turns out Aaron, former boss, great guy. uh, One of his good friends uh, was a guy named Eric who is over or was over at Vidalia and he made the introduction and, and I was like, I'm, I'll be on a plane tomorrow. Like, that's awesome. And after a few meetings and uh, figuring out what they were up to, it, it, you know, it was pretty easy. So we started cutting samples right away with their salvage denim. Like that, that was kind of the final, this is what we're doing as a brand when I, when I found out that they were even an option for us, which was, which was awesome. It's ah, amazing. Um, and then the other question you had was uh, the, wa- I think the wash salvage that we're doing. Yeah. The ocean, the ocean wash that really interests me. So one of the things that was really important to me is if I was to bring, you know, I was thinking about like, like my, like my personal community, my friends, my, my family, the, the people around me that are going to be my early customers, whether they like it or not. And, <laughs> so, you know, I was like, okay, you know, it's classic American denim and knitwear. That's, that's our thing. Okay, great. You know, what, how many of them are going to wear raw denim, you know, on, on the first shot, or maybe, you know, how do I ease them in? And I was like, I'm going to have to do something. Maybe it's a one wash, maybe it's a rinse. And um, I was down in LA uh, at our cut and sew, went down to the wash house around the corner. And again, just crazy connection. Elena, who's running the show there, used to work at Lucky Brandway back in the day. And there's a, there was a connection there. And she's been amazing and kind of guiding me through the process with our regular denim. So I got to see the artisanship that goes into like hand sanding. And if you're going to break in a pair for someone that maybe isn't ready for, for raw denim, that's not their thing. Like, you know, this isn't like we're not pouring bleach on the, on where the whiskers would be. And like, you know, this is a craft and, 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 and it's incredibly labor intense. And frankly, it would be far more profitable and cheaper not to do it. But I thought, I thought it would be a good a good way to introduce people to the story and the heritage of raw denim that may not or salvage denim that may not be ready to make the leap. Look at it maybe as like a gateway drug, right? Where we can, you know, just just get them into good classic high quality denim. You know, maybe they're not quite into the break in phase and all of that. So I thought, okay. I wanted, you know, kind of that that first few months, you know, still kind of a mid cast, maybe light hand sanding. You know, I, I don't want a bunch of chemicals or any of that. So, so it's, I think it's essentially a one or two wash with a little bit of hand sanding. We didn't, we didn't put any, you know, fake um, honeycombs on the back of the knee or anything like that. I, I, we just wanted to break them in a little bit, gave them a little hand sanding on the thigh, which tends to be flattering and kind of break up the thigh a little bit. So it's, mm-hmm. I think it's nice to add that. And, um, and we left it at that and that's the ocean wash. Nice. Wow. Yeah. I think a lot of what we're doing for a lot of people are very interested in it. Mm-hmm. But I, even myself, the the raw denim thing is a starter for I think a lot of people that have no idea what this community is about can be a little intimidating. Mm-hmm. And I think there's nothing wrong with, you know, I think a lot of the core principles and what I think find the most attractive about the raw denim idea and the process is quality, 
less is more, you know, there's a heritage and a character in the fabric. I think the lack of perfection is, is attractive to me, right? Like I like old cars. I like old houses. I like old buildings. I like raw denim and the character that you get in that fabric. And those are things that, that may be really attractive to someone that is not into raw denim. So let's, let's, let's offer that and see if we can help tell that story to a consumer and maybe peel them away from the fast fashion world. And, um, you know, I think, I think wash salvage is, is not a bad place to start. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Yep. It's a, it's a good gateway drug. It's interesting. <laughs> you just want to get a little taste of yeah. it, you know, they exactly. can't have more. So. Yeah. yeah. Once, once, once you started, this, bro. This pair is like, I think these were like a 90 or 120 where somewhere, somewhere in that ballpark. Nice. And, you know, you're starting to get your whiskers. Are mm-hmm. showing yep, up. Yep. Yeah. So, so that's the ocean is the same thing. It's just, mm-hmm. you know, it's, you know, right at that spot where it's maybe two, two, three washes, a little bit of wear and tear. Um, and they're soft and broken in and, and feel good. Um, so that, nice. that was essentially what, what we came up with. It looks great. They look great. It's awesome. Yeah. How come you guys chose uh, the selvage line um, on the side of the, the coin pocket, right? Was that your choice or would you guys come up with that one? That was my choice. I, yeah. I you know, there's a lot of ways to do it. A lot of brands, uh, you know, I, I, sometimes I maybe try too hard to do it differently than, you know, <laughs> we, we've done, we've done a couple things that I think are very unique, but that's one of those spots where I just, I always like that. I, it just, when I look down at that coin pocket, I try to keep it a little bit wider so it's actually usable and you can shove something in there. Which <laughs> yeah. Great. But I just, I think it's a nice touch. I'm proud of of, of what we're doing with our salvage. And, and, you know, we had some early samples. Adelia ran a, um, like a really heavy, let's see if I've got, she had this really cool, thick, like red and white salvage ID. I love it. I loved. Yeah. And, um, and I thought like, I didn't want to hide it and roll it over. I just thought it's something that we were proud of as we develop some of our own with Vidalia. You know, we've got a couple ideas on the salvage ID. So I think it's cool to be able to look at that. And, you know, as time goes on and we develop one and maybe, you know, give the idea a different color, or a different thickness. Mm-hmm. And just aesthetically and from a design perspective, I think it's just it just looks cool and it's flattering where where it lays. Mm-hmm. Um but you know, at the end of the day, the the honest answer is Aaron. I um, I just like it. Yeah. <laughs> I just like it there. There you go. Heck yeah. This is one of the funny things we did. See how we we did a, a double bar tack. To I love the yeah. Double bar I know. Tack. I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. We about that. It um, <laughs> you know, it it doesn't really look that good <laughs> in reality. It was one of those ideas where you know I thought I thought we ran a couple samples with it and um, it just uh. I love the idea of it, but in practicality, the the rivets better. Yeah, yeah, yeah the rivets there tend to dig in. I always notice with uh, with the, with the pocket knife and that kind of in that pocket there too. The, it was a it was a nice theoretical idea to put the bar tax there to open that up a little bit. I think. Yeah, yeah. I like playing around with different ideas, so we'll yeah. we'll, do some, we'll we'll mess around. I, I think honestly, what's what'll be fun over the next year or so. Now that we're kind of live and, and in the community mm-hmm. and hopefully, you know, doing having more conversations like this with you guys is you tell me what you want, you know, and I think that's a fun part, right? Like we've got some some suggestions already about um, we a lot of people like our uh, our double back belt loop. That's something that I've always liked uh, versus the I, I remember some old salty uh denim guys in LA, you know, I was talking about, you know, placement on our belt loops and they're like, a real five pocket jean just has one. And that was like, <laughs> okay. So, but oh. like, I, you know, I, I've got these big giant belts and uh, I can't stand it when a belt starts to wander off the band a little bit, you know, and it's just, you add that second belt loop and just spread it out just a little bit, you know, and it, just symmetry is important, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It also pulls in the back a little bit too, as well, right? So you don't get that kind of that V, like That's you were talking about. Yeah, yeah, I like that a lot. That's good. So, what do you think, Pablo? Maybe yeah. a great like last question. Yeah, last question was. Uh, it might be a little long winded, off topic, not wise made, uh, really related. And uh, I've been waiting for this one. Was that? Um, what does your closet look like? 
Like what, what kind of denim do you have? What I want to know. <laughs> That's a great question. Right, yeah, should, I, should I open up the uh, shop closet here with all of our samples? <laughs> nice. <laughs> Sorry, hold on. Yeah, hold on. Yeah. I'll show you, Pablo. <laughs> oh, I love this. Hold on. <laughs> Like a true denim head. It's true, stacks of denim, right? <laughs> oh, that's what I'm saying. He just pulled open his closet. All I see is indigo. Oh, let's go. I want to I want to see. What does he have? Oh man. So this is a wise made sample wash. This is a pair of old 501s. Oh, cutoffs with cut the off. cutoff shorts. Yeah. yeah. Shorts. Right, here's a pair. Of, uh, this is a uh, free notes. These were just mine. Nice. Okay, so you got to nice. pay three notes. I think I just would like to let everybody know that uh, Nick is a true denim head. Like like Aaron just said <laughs> earlier, he pulled out a bunch of denim, excited to show show it off. This I'm pretty sure this doesn't happen too often, does it, Nick? I you know you guys, I'm I'm having a ton of fun doing this. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, it goes it. in his blood. <laughs> I know. <laughs> what what are those? What are those? Okay, so this wow. is a brand I stumbled into called Civilionaire. Yeah, Civilionaire. Oh yeah, 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 mm -hmm. yeah. They're out of Santa yeah. Barbara. This is the guy's oh. sort of lucky brand. Oh um, wow! And he does a great job. He this is a beautiful Japanese fabric that i think he calls it his gold line mm, wow uh, oh yeah nice yeah the gold selvage selvage line. right there this yeah. is probably you know from a you know I, I like to look at the technical what kind mm -hmm. of color are they using how you know this is probably one of the better fabrics i've come across um mm -hmm. it's beautiful fabric um that these right. guys are putting. uh oh, yeah. some old vintage levi's spoken like a true denim head yeah I know. <laughs> I love and respect some of the recreation brands. Mm -hmm. Like that's fun for me to shop. I enjoy it and I will continue, you know, but um, I think that the guiding principles for, for wise made was this, this like durability practicality perspective is really important to me. Mm -hmm. And then, and then our, our sourcing methods and, and, and how we build the fabrics, right? Like the ethical local source, high quality and like bringing those together the denim library is is what you know my closet essentially has become has been really valuable so to really look at how does you know how does open end cotton behave versus ring spun cotton over over time you know we tested i've got this is a uh, we worked uh, we actually in the early days did a development with uh, co mills and then i brought in some japanese uh, hemp uh -huh. selvage which is a really interesting fabric that we tested we ran wow. some samples in this is okay. beautiful green cast um to it um uh, and the brass buttons are those brass buttons on there yeah we use all i, I love brass so all yeah the, oh i love it yeah. brass buttons brass rivet but um starting something like this for a denim head is like you could get in trouble really fast you know so, <laughs> it was like you know oh we'll try it you know so we tested a lot of different stuff but when when i kind of refined it down i can't be everything to everyone and this brand is you know we're a small brand what a what are the values that are the most important to me as, as we kind of go forward? And it was like local source, high quality, durability, and practicality, right? Like if I, it kind of gets down to the notion of buy less, buy better. And so we started with, you know, all of these cool ideas and we'll, we'll do some fun stuff as time goes on, but mm -hmm. I really wanted to, you know, use that. And, and it's funny, it's like that, you know, to answer your question, Pablo, probably not much different than your closet or anyone else in the community, but, um, <laughs> right. but using that, looking at it more as a science project, right? It's like, okay, this fabric's beautiful, but how does it wear over time? What's more, why is it durable? Why is it not as durable? How does this cotton behave? How is it going to respond if I run it in a women's and a men's gene? What are the different attributes and fit? So what, what guided a lot of our decision-making process on these fabrics was we wanted high quality. They're all pretty heavy fabrics, whether it's our t-shirts and, and knitwear to our denim. And, um, you know, what's something that really could work if you had one pair in a lot of different use case scenarios. And, mm -hmm. and, and that, that's where the closet kind of came in is, is I've been doing this for years. I know how this fabric at this weight is going to behave over time. And yeah, so that was a long-winded answer, <laughs> long-winded question. 
<laughs> oh good yeah no that was awesome that's yeah that's 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 what we want to know that's what i want to know yeah it's beautiful yeah appreciate all your time today nick i mean it's been a lot of fun and mm -hmm. um you have a wealth of knowledge and it's great to hear you applying all that knowledge to your line um and uh, you know i'm i'm pretty much sold i'm gonna probably go on your website and i'm gonna buy something so <laughs> <laughs> all right so i guess i'm gonna close this one out today guys do you guys have any final thoughts before i do you know i think as a new brand that has no marketing budget whatsoever and is mm -hmm. shooting um, in a small studio using friends and family as models. Um, <laughs> I, I think uh, I, I would say thank you to both of you guys for taking the time with me and showing interest in, in what we're after here. So thank you. And uh, to anyone that's listening, the broader uh, denim community, um, it's just, you guys are all awesome. It's just a great, great community protect protect what makes it so cool and unique and uh you know that keep the discourse positive and good which is what i've seen out there and um you guys have got something special here protect it i'll leave it at that nice nice i like yeah. that yeah. thank Round you applause Nick. for that one yeah cool and uh, i just want to say as well uh thank you nick for for joining us like like aaron said yeah this was uh this is really interesting you do really have a wide range of knowledge on all these things and not even just the knowledge but the want to and will to test these products out make sure everybody's getting high quality stuff i really appreciate that that's something that is really going to show across all of your 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 products in, in your entire line for sure so in closing uh thank you nick for joining us on a great deal of denim heads Wish everybody a good weekend. Have a good weekend, you guys. Thank you, guys.